Coming up on this episode of Up for Debate. That's not right. Don't panic. We've got tech news. It's a show, including Facebook getting stories like everyone else. We also have Samsung's explosive announcement, but not in the way you're thinking. Taking the oath and so much more. God damn it. Eventually we'll do it right. It's Don't Panic. We're going to start now. This is Don't Panic, episode number 162, recorded April 3rd, 2017, Under Oath. Hello, everybody. Welcome to this, the first time we've done it tonight, episode of Don't Panic. I'm Sean Jennings, joined by two guys who are such seasoned pros, nothing shakes them. Dan Miller, Colby Rabideau. Gentlemen, welcome. Thank you. Uh, Sean, fun fact, did you know that Under Oath is a Christian post-hardcore band from Tampa? <laughs> I had no idea. I love Tampa. <laughs> that place is great. I had no idea. Indeed. Indeed. Well, I think uh, we... Yes, Dan. There's a Facebook Live uh, T- Apple TV no. app. Did you know that, Sean? Stop that. Yeah, I had crazy. no idea. That's crazy. Get right out of town. I know. It's That's bizarre. <laughs> you want to know something else, Dan? We were streaming live on Periscope for the first time ever, but we're not anymore because I'm afraid I'm going to break more things. So <laughs> so don't go to Periscope. You can't watch us there, but we appreciate the folks joining us live on Facebook right now, facebook.com slash Don't Panic Show, especially <laughs> our number one tech support fan, Dan's mom, who saved us from doing an hour-long show without hearing those two guys. So we appreciate that. Uh, if you're watching live, of course, comment or uh, give us a call, uh, 508-644-8324. We appreciate it. Uh, we've got a... Look at that. Someone gave us a heart. Um, you know, you can heart things on Facebook. Shout out to uh, Gustavo Vargas. I know him. He's, he's That's Gus us. from HubSpot, Dan. You met him before. Ah, okay. Sounds like a awesome. swell gentleman, and we appreciate him and everyone else watching. Um, For the second time. Actually, fun fact, Gut, Gus is from Tampa. Speaking of Tampa. Tampa I Connection. Has, yeah. he, has, he gone, has he gone to Under Oath concerts before? <laughs> I don't know. Lo- local I can heroes? I assume, yes. <laughs> Under Oath? Yeah. Tampa's own. Oh, boy. We are Indeed. off the rails. Um, um, so, I, I have fun, fun news. Uh, my... For for the last three days, the brightness and volume sliders on my the touch bar on my Mac Pro haven't just haven't worked. Like they don't do anything when you touch them. You can touch <laughs> them and it goes into like the touch state, but it doesn't do nothing. But now it's it. just a bar. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's just like the other stuff works. Like the mute and unmute button works. I just can't change like the level of the volume. Great. Uh, which is is is. I mean, I guess that's. That's not what I... What do you do? I mean, I go into the menu bar thing. For the brightness, it's harder because I have to open the settings pane um, for the display displays and (laughs) and change the brightness. Like a chump. I'm pretty sure I just need to restart my computer, but like, come on. Oh, you haven't restarted it? Yeah, that is pretty lame. This is what happens when you're a cutting-edge technology adopter, Colby. Right, right. Who would have thought? Touch yeah, what screen, is your so verdict? Real. If it were working, what would be your verdict on the touch bar? Having had a couple of months, I think, to use it? Yeah. Um, not great, unfortunately. Mm. Uh, it doesn't... I mean, it's still the case that not very many other apps have special, like, buttons or anything. Um with the exception of the Apple apps, like it's kind of neat. The ones that have it, 
but I haven't found anything that I do um, that is particularly useful with it. Uh, I have a lot of accidental touches. Uh, That's what she said. What? (laughs) Um, I think it's just like a place that used to be safe to like, you know, like rest your fingers or whatever. And it just all of a sudden is not, but there's no way to know that it's not like there's no, it doesn't feel any different really, which, which is unfortunate. Uh, Real, real time questions from, from Gus on, on Facebook. He asked, how's the escape key for Vim? Um, The answer to that is that it's terrible. So I had to, I had to like retrain myself to use the other, like the other uh, leave edit mode. Uh, key combo, which I think is control left bracket. Uh, so I press an extra button now, but it works. It's fine. That that part was surprisingly has not been the worst part. Um, actually, the worst part was Siri because I would always touch Siri and then it would pop up, uh, but I just disabled it. So now it's gone. So so now I just accidentally touch like the mute button, which is usually okay. Alas, we'll see what the future brings. I, 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 I'm going to have this computer for like two years or well, two and yeah. a half years. But as a computer, outside of that, it's pretty good. Oh yeah, the computer's great. I really like the big trackpad. That's nice. Yeah, that does look really nice. Did you so guys see the um, the the patent Apple filed, where they they patented the idea of taking your iPhone, docking it into your laptop, and using the iPhone as your touchpad. Oh, weird. <laughs> I don't. I don't know why that's an advantage or what extra you get using that. I guess because it's a screen, you could put something on, you know, showing in I it. Guess, but yeah, like it's a screen and it has the the like haptic feedback thing now. True. Yeah, and it would charge it right. And I don't. I think that's what the touch bar needs. Is is the 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 force touch thing like the click thing oh, so, you, so you have to give it a little pressure for it to work right right then it would be fine makes sense but it doesn't have that i'll buy that it's just a very thin iphone but well speaking of, of gimmicky tech purchases i need you guys to stop me from buying something now this isn't the first time i've asked you to do this but I really need your help because I found a Kickstarter. It, that it'll I, be the first time we succeeded if we do succeed. It, it's, and I'm really <laughs> praying you do. So you may remember this was over a year ago. We talked about the Pico Brewer. Do you remember this? The it, mm. it was the little brew. It was like the Keurig for brewing beer. And you put it's a machine. You'd put it on your counter <laughs> and they'd send you the little hop packs and grain packs and you'd put it in and it'd brew your beer. You vaguely oh, remember this? Yeah. It's like the size of a microwave and you'd put it on your counter. Good news, they're back with a smaller, cheaper one. Because that one was like seven or eight hundred bucks, right? They've got a new one. It's three hundred dollars, which is like on the verge of reasonable territory. It's called the Pico C, C for I don't know cheaper. I don't know what the C stands for, but um, it like I said, it's is it, it, is it color? Does it come in like the pastel iPhone C colors? That would be a good <laughs> idea, but no, it comes in one color, black. But you can get the, right. the, 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 the packs of the different all the different beers, and you buy them, and you put them in, and you push the button, and it brews beer, fresh beer. Oh, in how like, long does that take? 
Well, they say the brewing takes two hours, but then you have to wait a week to two weeks for it to carbonate. Jeez. So, but there's no real... I mean, you can do forced carbonation in 36 hours, but it takes some extra equipment to do that. Now, you've brewed your own beer. I have, and it sucks. It's incredibly hard and not fun. I like drinking it, but the problem is when you have to boil it yourself and filter it yourself and... And and do all like all the different bit. This thing does it all in one. It's in one contained machine. It has a smartphone app, guys. You can track how how long your beer is, how long it's going to take before you can drink it on your phone. I mean, does my this... friend has a smartphone uh, app connected sous vide machine, mm. so you can set the temperature of the water on your. Ugh. Yeah, isn't uh, I watched a YouTube video about sous vide cooking because I didn't understand what it was. Um, and I thought it was so weird that like you have to, like you do it, you cook the the meat you're cooking, and then you have to take it out and like see, like put it in a pan. Otherwise, it won't taste like anything. I thought that was very strange. Oh really? I didn't know that. Yeah, because it doesn't have like if you're making a steak, for example, if you like sous vide cook it, it like um, it's cooked perfectly through. Like it's it's like cured, right? There's no like. I mean, it's it's cooked, but it doesn't like the thing that gives steak the steaky flavor. Like there's some there's a name for like the reaction that happens when you like char meat. Um, And that's what gives it like the tasty meat flavor. Uh, And like that's what you want to taste. And if you just ate it out of out of the sous vide cooker, it doesn't have that flavor at all. Um, So it wouldn't be very like tasty to eat. it. Uh, Yeah, we, we did eggs. And mm. those those were like the best looking egg yolks that came out of those eggs I've ever seen. They looked fake. It looked nice. like like some uh, food uh, commercial fake <laughs> uh, gelatin that they're passing off as egg yolks. Nice. Did you? Anyways, like, were they like soft boiled or? I medium yes. I don't know. Was it still runny? No. Oh, hard boiled. So that shit hard. was. I mean, the 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 yellow the yolk part was runny. Oh yeah, that's what I meant. Okay, yeah. But the the non yolk part was firm. Ooh, firm, firm mm. egg whites, my favorite. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I'm not hearing anyone say no. So uh, I think I should go pick this up trying you can make it in like a plastic bucket you don't yeah, need I to know, buy but this is easy you just pop it in and hit the button and it makes beer colby like that for me is the <laughs> selling point i've tried doing it the manual way it doesn't work <laughs> you know i mean i mean this is crazy but um during they have these stores where you can like go and and exchange like money for beer that like professionals <laughs> made <laughs> Colby introduces me to the concept of like a gas station. (laughs) Exactly. Be like, you can do it in many places. If you you want the great taste of beer without like the hassle of having to make the beer, (laughs) they'll make it for you. This is a good business. How do we get in on this game? This is smart. I had no idea. They should be telling me I don't have to bake all this bread I've been eating. (laughs) All right. 
I can see where this is going. Shot down. Not getting the Pico Brewer. Damn you guys. Once again, <coughs> preventing me from making bad decisions. Yeah, you're welcome. Next time. I'll get him next time. I'll just make Colby buy me beers. <laughs> Payback. Just get the, yeah, get the Colby's dad beer. Payback. Wait till the these scar guys. special. Wait, wait till these guys get to Houston. All the Corona lights they can drink. <laughs> by, the, by the bucket load. The uh, the slogger. <laughs> no, it doesn't sound good. I'll come up with one. Oh boy. Um, we should talk about tech news. <laughs> um, yeah, that's usually what we do here on the program. Um, and there is some in the rundown here. Wasn't it? Oh, look, Nancy Miller's sad. I don't know why she's sad. Maybe because she couldn't. Yes. No, she just scored us as sad, though. She do, she really doesn't huh. want me to buy the Pico Brewer. Um, <laughs> she's sweeping for the money I'm going to burn on that thing. Um, yeah, no, we've got a bunch of stories here in the rundown. Uh, Facebook adding stories to their app. We've got Samsung's announcements, some Twitter updates, Oath. Let's just talk. Let's talk about the Facebook thing just so we can talk about all the jokes that came out of it. <laughs> I haven't heard any jokes, so I'm excited for where Dan's going. Oh, with this. oh my god. <laughs> I have. I, I, have I, I only this. saw one, but it was pretty funny. All right. Well, let me give the introduction, and then you can. We'll laugh our behinds off. If you didn't hear, Facebook is adding stories because where else are you going to post stories on the internet? Um, they are rolling it out um, to all of their users and their mobile apps. You probably already have it in yours at this point. Um, it is on iOS and Android, and has three parts: a redesigned in-app camera, a new feed of stories at the top of the news feed, and a private messaging feature called Direct. Um, let me try and explain to you. It's very similar if you've used Instagram stories or Snapchat stories. It's a similar concept where you take short videos or uh, photos or images. They disappear 24 hours after you post them. You can decorate them with text, drawing stickers, animated filters. Um, and then they compound one after another to essentially create a little mini story that people can play and view of your life. Um, in the app, you, you'll see it right at the top. You've got all the little icons of the people who've posted stories. You can play theirs or post yours. Um, you'll also have the ability, as I mentioned, to send a direct story to someone as an individual uh, as well. That's basically the scoop. It's just Instagram stories or Snapchat stories. Same thing. Yeah. So I, I posted the joke in the Don't Panic channel. Uh, the top of the image says, have you downloaded the new Excel update? And then right above the spreadsheet is a bunch of circles with people's pictures in them. <laughs> <laughs> Excel stories. That's really funny. Oh, my. Yeah, no, I, I'm... <sighs> I thought it I knew too much about... It didn't seem ridiculous when Instagram had it, but the, the doesn't the Messenger... Messenger has it too, right? Messenger has a version, yeah. <clears throat> yeah they do so yeah there, there's at least now four or just, five places yeah it's ridiculous it's it's a lot of control i i don't i don't know of any human being who does enough interesting things in their lives to have that many stories or maybe that's just me now now do you think um has someone created yet an app that like post like you post once to the app and it posts to all that, your stories i know no, those apps can't exist anymore Oh, right. Bummer. Yeah, they sh- a lot of the APIs shut those down. Yeah. 
<clears throat> Snapchat, Snapchat doesn't have any support for any kind of that stuff. Instagram does a little right. bit. Um, mm. And Facebook has some, but I don't think... If someone did, they'd be a zillionaire, because that's a fantastic idea, but I don't think they'd ever... Li- like, I use Ift to do some of that now. When I post an image to Instagram, it automatically posts to Twitter. So, via Ift. Ift, 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 Yeah, you know, to me, this update is interesting for a couple reasons. I think... It is yet another reminder of how communication is shifting to the camera and away from text. Um, and to see Facebook go that way is quite interesting. Twitter really, to me, is the last text-heavy social network still around. Somewhat Facebook still, but you know they're clearly going in that direction. Um, the other thing is that I think the over-the-day narrative, live is a piece of this too, where it's not you're just posting one thing at a time, but rather they want you to tell an ongoing story over a, over a period of time, um, I think is, is, a, is a shift in how uh, social networks expect you to engage with them. Hmm. Yeah. Seems crazy. Maybe... I don't know. I just feel like I don't have time for that. That that's just me. I don't got a lot of other stuff to do. Um but maybe then again, maybe it's just that I'm not doing anything like that is prolonged enough to be interesting enough to to post about over over a long period of time. Uh, I don't know. It's weird. I've never I've never posted anything to a story, which probably disqualifies me from from speculating about uh, what this means. The the concept to me is really good. Actually, in fact, I'm waiting. Someone needs to do a social network where they don't delete themselves. Like to me, that's mm-hmm. that's the most disappointing thing about stories when I use them on Snapchat or Instagram now, is that um, <laughs> I think they would be interesting if they were saved and you can go back and watch them because some of them are really good and really dynamic. Um, of course, I follow a lot of people who I'm not friends with. They're more, you know, tech people or celebrities mm-hmm. or, you know, news sites or things like that um, and get content that way. Here's what think- it, each person should have like their own feed of stuff. And then all the people that you follow, you should get a feed of all of those feeds that you can scroll back chronologically through. Oh yeah, that'd be it. You could, it's something we call it something like a news feed or something like that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's activity a, feed. Act, that's yeah, yeah, really yeah. a timeline of sorts. That's really a interesting. Timeline. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah and like and the key, the key would really be the replayability that you could go back to a point in time and see what was happening at that exactly. time. Exactly. <laughs> like I could go to a some kind of profile like page for you, Dan, and see all of the content you've posted over time. Yep. I think that's a great idea. I think this could really revolutionize (laughs) the social Uh, space. I, I had a thought recently that just like, uh, Facebook is like what every social network will inevitably become. So like eventually all social networks become Facebook, but like that means Facebook will always win because Facebook was the first Facebook. (laughs) <laughs> uh, and so naturally they're better at being themselves than 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 any newcomers will ever be at being facebook yeah. so you think all social networks will eventually they have to encompass everything there is no niche social network 
I don't think so, at least not like the way that social networks become what they are now. Like maybe if we figure out a different way to do it or something, uh, like a sustainable way of do of doing it that doesn't, you know, require them to take gajillions of dollars from investors and then eventually figure out how to pay well, that back or like how to make money uh, in volumes enough to, you know, uh, like get a return on that investment. I don't know. I think I think you're right. But I think it's because the Instagrams and the Snapchats of the world are too much in Facebook's lane. I'll give you a great example, LinkedIn. Facebook doesn't touch LinkedIn and vice versa because they're totally different That's purposes, true. but they have the same real fun- I mean, basic <coughs> functionality. So, and, and I think they, they will remain. So I think you can do separate niche networks. It's just that Snapchat and Instagram and Facebook, they're all competing. Twitter, they're all competing for the same audience, really. Mm. I think that's been that Twitter's is- strength, really, is that it's been mostly people you're not friends with. And I think that's what's really helped them is you follow the, uh, you know, the, the, the new sites and the tastemakers and all that of the worlds on Twitter. You don't do that on Facebook. I think that's what's really helped Twitter um, manage to, to compete and not fall by the wayside. Yeah, I think you have to beat, you have to beat them on audience, not on functionality, because they will steal your functionality. Mm. So you oh, have yeah, to hope totally. they don't steal your audience. That's what's. If I was a Snapchat investor, I would be terrified because there's nothing proprietary about what Snapchat does that Facebook can't rip off. Now sometimes they do a poor job. We all remember Slingshot, you know. But I know I was a big Slooms <laughs> user, but um, you know, I was I, there for Slingshot. I <laughs> rest in peace, Slingshot. Um, no, but I think uh, I just think that you know that that's that's you can't you can't beat them. They're they're Goliath at that space. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, and I guess I I guess thinking about Snapchat too, the like this people your the set of people you're friends with on Snapchat is probably um, a subset of the set of people you're friends with on Facebook. Mm-hmm. So like theoretically, there's no reason you couldn't do Snapchat and Facebook. Yeah, glad I don't work at a social network. <laughs> it's a dying industry. <laughs> I'm, I'm, it's 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 very short lived. Speaking of dying industries, let's uh, let's go under oath here and talk about AOL and Yahoo. <laughs> yeah, I know we all forgot they existed, didn't we? Well, good news. They're not going to exist much longer. Uh, as you folks may know, Verizon bought AOL quite a while back, um, and more recently is in the process of a purchasing Yahoo. Um, certainly, the con- more the content side of Yahoo. Um, there was a rumor going around: What are they going to do with these two properties once they uh, finish purchasing Yahoo? Are they going to merge them? Are they going to sell off one? What are they going to do? It's now official: They are going to smash together Yahoo and AOL to form a new entity called. Oath, colon, a Verizon company. I love that. I love that logo. As uh, Tim Armstrong, who you may know, the former, well, I guess current AOL CEO, uh, he tweeted, billion-plus consumers, 20-plus brands, unstoppable team. Take the oath, summer 2017. God, I love brands. Um, so, Oath, coming to a computer near you. You can you can check it out. Uh, I, like, I like when... Um, like big companies like try to like conjure brands from nothing like 
Like, <laughs> we can make this happen. Uh, but but especially before, like, now, talk, like, maybe it'll be a thing in two years or something. But it's it's so silly to talk about now because it's, like, actually nothing. <laughs> it's literally just a name. Right. Well, did, did, I, did so, I don't... I don't think we ever talked on the show about Trunk, did we? Trunk. No. Trunk. Uh, kind of the 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 <laughs> the, uh, the the baseline of terrible company names. Uh, Tribune Publishing, who owned the Chicago Tribune and the Los Angeles Times, big publishing company, um, last year changed their company name to Trunk. T R O N C. Trunk. Right, and it was going to be this whole like synergy, digital, digital. Yeah, I remember talking and about that. And they got now. a lot of shit about that for good reason, um, <laughs> because it doesn't make any fucking sense. Yeah. So anyone, anyone sad about Yahoo? I'm, I'm, I'm sad. I think it's the end of an era. The Web 2.0 yeah. is, we're officially beyond oh. Web 2.0 at this point. I mean, you think AOL is Web 1.0. I mean, you know, we're we're these two brands together. It's it's amazing to see them fold and maybe together they can get to Web 3.0. <laughs> yeah. Their do you think combined. that? Do you think they'll rename like like the like the Yahoo Sports Fantasy Football blah 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 stuff is pretty popular? Do you think that's gonna get renamed Oath? Sports. You, you'll log into Oath Mail and go to Oath News. Oath and... Mail. Well, that's the thing. You can never change that. It's always going to be Yahoo. Like that, you can't change people's email addresses. True. So Yahoo's always going to live on in that way. Yeah, I, I. My question. We don't. We don't know that much because this could just be like a technical financial stock market thing where they just give the umbrella company a name but it doesn't actually change they, nowhere in here did they say they were folding the yahoo and aol names they just say that the business is going to fold into a single entity so it could just be an umbrella structure that encompasses the two brands i mean we really don't know for sure that they're shuttering aol or yahoo as brands so it's it's hard to know. I mean, there are some places where those two overlap, and some places where they don't. Um, you know, it, they there's AOL Mail still exists, and Yahoo Mail still exists. So do they smash that together under Oath Mail? I don't. I'd be surprised if they did. Um, but it, it's hard to know for sure. We're a little early on. Does AIM still exist? I think yeah. so. I think it AOL does. Yeah. But but it might be only it might be web only. I don't know if they still have a. Uh, Mm. Uh, a desktop client anymore. AOL yeah, Instant Messenger. Nope, download AIM OS 10. Oh boy. And they have uh, Android and iPhone apps as well. It says here, on March 3rd, 2012, AOL got rid of all the developing staff for AIM, effectively ending development of the application after 15 years. However, the service is still active and help support is still provided. The iPhone app just got a release on a month ago, so... Wow. Not everybody. Oh, fun fact. You know the little uh the little guy, the little icon, the little yellow guy? Mm. His name is Running Man. <laughs> Very creative. Yeah. Cool. AIM was definitely ahead of its time. I maybe I've mentioned this before, but AIM was the first social network. Yeah. Before anyone even knew what a social network was. The, the profiles, ah, it was great. You are not yeah, wrong. I think that's true. 
It's it's. I think sometimes we forget just how ubiquitous AOL was at one point. I mean, AOL was the internet. That was it. I mean, there was to your average consumer, it was AOL was the internet. I remember getting those discs in the mail, and like I asked my mom to use them, and she'd be like, "Absolutely not." Uh, and then eventually we did use them, and then at some point we got like actual internet, like not AOL. Yeah, remember remember when everyone used to say, you know, visit our website or AOL keyword. You know, I mean mm, that that yeah. used to be a thing. And God, think think of how wow. much how many landfills are just full of those plastic discs nobody ever used. Yeah, there were so many. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, it's it's amazing to think, but it just goes to show in tech. I mean, things things don't last. I mean, they really don't. Um, you know, people come and go. Facebook talking to you. <laughs> Who would have thought? I only have I only have one friend on AIM. Only one person logged on. Wow! Is it is it the uh, the is it who is the oh man <laughs> who's the the MySpace guy who who you had to be friends with Tom Tom. No, it's not Tom. It's not Tom. I never had a MySpace. I don't know what my AIM username is. <laughs> Mine can't exist anymore. I know I don't have any of the email accounts it was associated with, so even if I wanted to recover it, I don't think I could. That was a long time right, ago. Can we get a free username? We can move the don't panic chat to <laughs> <laughs> Oh, boy. Wow, that, that's a great way to get fans. <laughs> move our chat to, to aim. Wow. Alas, pours one out for, for AOL. Rest in peace. Long, long live oath. That's right. That is right. All right, let's see. What else we got here, gentlemen? Uh, whoa, I haven't seen this the pictures of this Samsung phone until just now. Yeah. We don't talk we we kind of tend to like we get really ja- I find we get jazzed about Apple events and then blow off Samsung events and I don't feel bad about that at all cuz they're really <laughs> not as interesting, but I think this is worth talking about. So let's talk about it. the Galaxy S8 and S8 Plus, uh the latest from Samsung. They're available. So here's the scoop. I'll just give you a few stats. I won't get into it because there's a lot to share here. But, um, of course, two sizes. The 5.8 inches, the S8. The S8 Plus is 6.2 inches. Um, and they have uh, what they call an infinity screen uh, with an aspect ratio of 18.59, which is kind of crazy. Um, it's very awkward. But it does stretch edge to edge, and it doesn't have any physical buttons on the front, um, which means that it, uh, the bottom section of the screen is pressure sensitive, kind of like force touch. Um, they call it the invisible home button instead of having physical buttons. Um, so there's almost no bezel on the phone. Bezel? Bezel? Um, it has the same bezel. rear camera, but an improved front camera up to 8 megapixels. They use that for uh, facial recognition in addition to fingerprint reading as a way to secure your identity, although the fingerprint reader is now on the back of the phone next to the camera. Uh, let's see. It has a new battery, not the exploding one anymore. Good news, in case you were wondering. It's a 3,000 milliamp battery in the S8, 3,500 in the S8 Plus. Same size as the old phone, so they didn't try to increase it in an effort to keep them from exploding. Um, let's see. What else is there to note about this? Um, it has is an infinity screen like an infinity stone. <laughs> uh, yeah, you don't want Thanos to have yours. Put it that way. All right. 
Um, it does include the Bixby digital assistant, which is their version of Siri. Um, you can ask it to do a bunch of normal stuff, but their big thing is you can use it to actually control the UI aspects of the phone. So you can say, Bixby, um, you know, uh, rotate a photo or t- take a picture or, you know, uh, change Dan's contact number to blah, blah, blah. And you can actually like do, instead of touching the screen, you can talk to it and it will, it will control the Samsung apps. Right now, only Samsung apps support it but other people will be able to write their apps, so it integrates with Bixby. Um, Yeah, that's pretty much the other big thing was Samsung, what they call DEX, D-E-X. It's a dock for the S8 and S8 Plus that when you plug it in, it turns any full-size monitor into a PC-like experience. We've talked about a version of this with Microsoft. Um, However, this is really just a play on Android. It's not Windows or anything like that that it uses. So are we jazzed about the S8? <coughs> I mean, I, I'll give them that it looks it looks pretty striking, I think. Um, I did, like, a double take when I saw it. I don't know. Uh, did you do a spit take, though? It is waterproof, so... That, that nice, uh, <laughs> that nice uh, whiskey you're drinking? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know if my whiskey. computer is 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 waterproof, unfortunately, <laughs> uh, or or my microphone here. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. Did so? There's no like, there's no like uh, physical bits to the buttons at all. Like, there's no in the front. No, right. Interesting. That sounds kind of hard. Maybe you don't need to use the home button as much. No, uh, Android phones have been like this forever, right? Yeah, they've always had the option to, um, and some phones included a physical button, some didn't. I mean, they're talking about moving to this on the next iPhone, so I don't think it's out of the the realm of possibility. It's the only way you're going to get more screen on the the same physical size device. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I feel like the bo- the bar for Samsung this this round is pretty low, and like the bar is just that the phones don't explode. <laughs> well, what is it? I shoot. I had numbers up earlier as to um, as to the current distribution of um, the percentages of of share of the different mobile devices. Because really, at this point, I mean, when we've talked about this on the show before. At what point does, you know, do, do Android users stay Android users, Apple users stay Apple users, and they keep the same market share, and, you know, people who bought the last some Samsung phone buy the next one, and vice versa? We'll never know. I, <laughs> I mean, maybe we'll know. <laughs> I don't know. I think, isn't, doesn't somebody keep track of that? I'm sure that the Apple and Google do. Um, I think it's, somehow I don't know. I don't know how you would keep track, actually. Well, uh, you you definitely if you if you're I can Google, think of a couple you can definitely know. You just yeah look at their who they log into Gmail as which device. It's yeah. true. Um, but yeah, clearly I'm not that jazzed about. <laughs> No, no, you're not. What what doesn't what it what doesn't it have that that 
You just <laughs> there's nothing they could add that would make you okay. No, I mean I was so badly burnt by Android back in like 2012 that it's gonna take a lot. It's gonna take a lot. Well, and honestly, I haven't heard. I from what I've heard from friends, it it doesn't sound like they've gotten better. You, all Android users, especially those that are technically savvy, end up in this like Stockholm syndrome. Where inevitably, after like eight months of the phone, it only lasts for like ten hours, twelve hours of battery life. You have to wait a year and a half after the new operating system comes out to get it on your phone. Uh, if you get it at all, uh. and it's like the small things too. That thing of like all like I just uh, picked an app today, which we'll talk about later. It's a cool game. And it's not on Android, and that's always how it is. The, the cool apps always come out on iPhone first, whether it's HBO Now or Super Mario. Yeah. Well, and the other thing... Uh, so, it yeah. would take a lot. It has to be really cool. I don't... Uh, I think the... Like, just in general, not specific to Android necessarily, like, I don't know what the thing that a phone like what feature a phone could have that would make me say wow like that's that's crazy i feel like the last few years phones have just sort of been like incremental improvements which is not necessarily bad like i like it i use my phone all the time um but i don't know like i can't think of I mean, we're at the point now where i can't really think of the thing that that would like blow my mind what? Uh, actually, I can think of it. If if the battery lasted like five days to a week, that would blow my mind. It would be amazing. It would also blow up yeah. in your pocket, but you know that probably <laughs> battery life. And uh, if they could actually kind of like the Apple thing we talked about, docking your phone in the computer. But if you could have like one operating, if you could have a, a touch based operating system that scales from a phone to a small laptop and i think android does do this but the apps just aren't there if Mm -hmm. if there was actually support for it then i would i would get in on that and honestly google assistant uh google assistant is as close as i can get to wanting to switch to an android phone because from what i've seen it's really good and it's not nearly as good on iphone Mm. well but then let me the integration's not to, to me, then, what I'm hearing is it, 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 it's honestly these uh, the iPhone and this S8, just as an example, are extremely comparable phones on paper. I mean, a, a few features here or there, but in the same way, I feel like I could hand either one of you a Windows PC or a Mac, and you could both comfortably go about your daily lives. Now, you probably have a preference one way or the other. I don't know if that's true, but that that would be a fun challenge. Maybe I'll take the Windows challenge. I I, I know I could do it, but I don't do. Again, you guys do more specialized stuff. But I feel like for your average person, they could accomplish all the same stuff they do on a Samsung as they do on an Apple. It's really just yeah. preference at this point. And it's little things like you guys mentioned. I think battery life. By the way, the one thing the phone manufacturers don't really seem to be all that worried about because they keep making the phones thinner and thinner, and the batteries yeah. stay the same well, size. No, no. No one else is doing it. They're all playing the same game, so it doesn't matter. It's not like there's an alternative. Exactly. You know? So I think 
I think that's how it's going to continue to be is it's a preference. The problem is it's easy to change someone's mind with new features. It's hard to change someone's mind off of simply a preference. And so if you're Samsung or Apple, I don't know how you go about stealing customers from the other side. That's why they're so focused on third worlds and emerging markets who don't have a preference yet, right? That's why they're dumping a lot of money into China and these places who who are now just picking out what what phones they want. In the U.S., they're going to keep selling to the people they've always been selling to. Maybe that's okay. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, I guess as long as they keep doing it. I mean, keep satisfying my preference. They're both fabulously successful companies, so maybe they're not too worried about it. I will say the number one reason I will not buy an Android phone, um, and there was a great story that came out this week as well, didn't make it into the rundown, Verizon announcing a new bloatware app designed to uh, (laughs) suck up your data for targeted advertising, an app called They announced these things? Um, I don't uh, don't know if they put out a press release, but somebody found out. Maybe legally they have to. (laughs) I don't know. But it's called App Flash. It runs on Android. Um, And it's designed to be a mobile search hub that will live a swipe to the left away from your home screen. Um, And it says that it will collect information from the customer's mobile number, the device they're using, and the apps they have installed. With users' permission, it will also monitor their location and their contacts. All this will be shared with, quote, the Verizon family of companies, end quote, to help provide more relevant advertising. Oh, good. So they're going to share with the Oath, too. With AOL <laughs> and Yahoo, who both have giant advertising arms. You're exactly right. Why do you think they bought Oath. them? Yeah. Yep. And yeah, then they'll get to sell all of our uh, web browsing history to them. It's going to be great. Yep. Oh, Dan, I, they, they said they definitely won't do that. Uh-huh. They promised. They're being they real polite about promised it. Us. Yeah, they promised us. Yeah. Dan, they're afraid you'll run off to all the competitors you have access to. Oh, wait. <laughs> they bought all of them. Oops. Um, yeah, so no, that's I'm, I'm blown away Google or Samsung lets them do shit like this. Like, for whatever little money Samsung or Google is getting out of this, Samsung probably more than Google, whatever little bit of money they're getting out of this, I for me, cannot be worth the just <laughs> bad press and the bad will they get out of doing something so stupid as that. Oh, boy, you get, a, you get 25 cents for every phone you sell. Good for you. Hope it was worth it. Right, that, that Maybe really people just me. don't care. Oh, a lot of people don't care, and a lot of people won't know. They'll never know. They'll never know because they don't tell them um, or they just click agree when it asks for their location because they don't know what it's asking them about. That's a big push in Android. Oh, when that comes out is they want to have even more details around permissions and things like that. Um, so, no, I guarantee most people don't even know it's there. And if you go to uh, delete it, you can't. You, you can't uninstall it. Brutal. Wow. I, I mean, wish I could be in these businesses. That's... Uh, it must be lucrative. We could. <laughs> this is the don't panic app. I'm sure if we gave Verizon a lot of money. I wish I could stomach being in a business like mm. this. Mm. We have too Sounds much dignity, so too much uh, respect to do that. Right. right. Instead, we'll, we'll get on our knees and beg and plead for people instead. We won't force it on you. We'll just make you feel guilty if you don't. Um, cause that's what we're here for. Well, let's see how we're doing on time here. My goodness. We're just about out of time. Unless there's a story here you guys really want to talk about. We'll move on to picks. Uh, we've got a, a couple minutes, but, um, I don't know if there was anything here real desperate to discuss. I was just thinking about like, if we, uh, if, if, well, thinking about this, like Verizon thing and like the web stuff, 
Like, what if... Like, what if this... this uh, Like, slow erosion of our privacy... What we see is the slow erosion of our privacy, and the future is just seen as, like, the the beginnings of, like, the melding of the this single human consciousness. <laughs> like, just network ourselves into one one giant it took a while but we did finally get to the singularity on don't panic <laughs> right and it will be brought to you by advertisers <laughs> right by oh uh. <laughs> mm-hmm. well that was what was it i i always enjoyed that joke in futurama where uh oh advertisers can now pump ads directly into your dreams be like we're really not far off from that are we someday yeah uh alas all lass is right. Speaking of ads, we've got picks. So let's let's get to, <laughs> let's get to the we do. It's like an ad, except we don't get paid. Well, we do if they click on Amazon and they buy it. I mean, we're we're dollar heirs here. We're 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 rolling in pennies. Um, <laughs> so you can uh, you can check that out. And I think we've got some good ones in here. I'm pretty excited. Um, and we're gonna have because I know Colby was just super jazzed about his. So we're gonna let him uh, him go first. What do you got this week, Colby? Oh yeah. So. Um... Earlier in the winter, I bought a pair of winter boots, and I, I was I was telling my co-hosts before we started the show, um, I was thinking back, and, like, I don't think I ever owned, like, dedicated winter boots before. Like, I've always owned, like, you know, ankle-high hiking boots or something, which, which to be clear, work fine in the winter. Um, you know, I still have all my toes are still attached uh, and I spent some time outside in the snow, so that that like bodes well. But but I got like actual dedicated winter boots, and it was like a whole other world. Like they're so comfortable and they're warm, but not hey too warm. And they like you just like your feet like stay sort of the same temperature. It was it totally crazy. Um, so. If you do spend time traipsing around in the snow at all, I, I feel like it might be worth it for you to to uh, look into one of these things. So uh, I don't remember exactly what the I know the brand I got was Keen. I think it was the wire cutters or the Sweet Homes pick uh, for for like very the not their non stylish winter boot pick. Uh, but. Yeah, it was good. They're kind of expensive. I'm assuming that they'll last for years. If they don't, I'm going to be really disappointed. <laughs> um, that'll be crushing. But, I don't know. If snow is a part of your life, winter boots might be the boots for you. Very cool. Yeah, they look good. They're good-looking shoes. For winter boots. <laughs> right, they're not... You should see the stylish pick. Yeah. I'm I'm sure they're quite stylish. I'll have to do next week. I'll have to do a uh, a flip flop pick for 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 the people who live in the south who don't deal with the snow. Right. <laughs> Counteract your programming. Do they call them flip flops down there? Um, I ha- I'll have to ask. I haven't asked. I don't. I actually don't. I very rarely wear them down here. I mostly wear my oh. my Nikes. Um, because it's a little it's a little too sweaty. It's a little too humid mm-hmm. for right. for flip flops. 
I, I keep forgetting that when we come visit you, Sean, I'm going to have to bring like shorts. Yeah, double check the weather because the weather, okay. it, you, you should be okay in shorts. But double, I will never forget, Colby, when I came out and visited you in San Francisco and I brought all shorts and t-shirts because I said, oh, I'm going to California. Man, it's really warm and nice there. We're going to the beach. It's going to be great. No, went to San Francisco. <laughs> it was fucking cold. So, Especially in the summer. It was cold. It was it's blown cold away. in the summer. Like it, cold and cloudy. I think it was colder than it was in Poughkeepsie. It was crazy. So yeah. no, we'll we'll double check the weather. But yeah, no, it is definitely. I was sweating today. Actually, it was very humid. I was sweating a little bit today. So it will Good be know. gorgeous. All right, uh, I'm gonna go next, and we'll let Dan never gets to go last, so we'll let him go last. <laughs> um, I've got a quick pick. I bought this actually like over, actually almost exactly a year ago. Um, and it's kind of a, a it's a, one of those things Sean buys, but nobody else needs to buy. But still, I'm going to tell you it's great, and I really like it. Should um, we have talked you out of it? Should it, no, because this is actually pretty cheap, and I use this all the time. That's why I'm picking it. So this was a good purchase. I wanted something to hold my iPhone that wasn't a selfie stick because I shoot a, a not a lot, but some video with it. Sometimes for this, sometimes for other projects, or if you're on a really long FaceTime call, it's a good idea. So I picked up this. It is a, uh, it's essentially an iPhone tripod. So what you can do is you take, and it's got this nice little kind of elastic thing, and you just take your iPhone, and it just sticks right in there real nice like that. Look at that. Isn't that something? Beautiful. Uh, and it's got a nice little handle, so you can hold it and kind of carry it around. It's got little legs, so it's also a uh, like a tripod, and it will sit sit nice on things. And my favorite part for when you're doing video production is the clip part will actually unscrew and screw onto any traditional tripod, like a real tripod. Um, and I've shot video projects with this. Again, great for like long Skype calls or uh, FaceTime calls. You can just set it down and leave it sitting there so you don't have to hold your phone. Um, you don't realize all the uses for it until you have it. Um, and it's a nice little stand. It's got all the little accessories and it's only 15 bucks. So if you think you have a use for, if you shoot video with your iPhone, or even pictures, and you just need a still way to kind of prop it up. This is an easy and cheap way to do this. There's like a hundred of these on Amazon. I'm just going to put the link to the one I bought. I just picked one out. It had a lot of stars. So it's the Charger City Multi-Use Handheld Stabilizer Pistol Grip One Quarter Dash Twenty Tripod Camera Recording Mount with Universal Smartphone Holder Bundle with <laughs> Micro SD Memory Card Reader. But really, you can buy any of them. So um, wait, what was it again? One more time. That, no, uh, <laughs> I won't subject you and rewind the tape. Uh, but the link will be on our website at don'tpanic.io, and you can check it out there. Uh, a handy thing to have around the house. And Dan, maybe uh, something to do on your phone while it's being held in the tripod. Uh, what, do you, what do you got for us here? Yeah, so I teased uh, earlier that I picked an app, an iPhone app. Uh, this app is by the same people who did Crossy Road. It's called Road Trip. So you drive in a car. The car is always moving forward at one constant speed, and you sort of weave through traffic. And you just try to go as far as you can. It's a fun time waster. But the best part is when you crash, all the cars, like everything goes crazy. The the truck with all the logs on it behind you, like keels over. All the logs go flying. It crashes into this car with a bunch of stuff roped into the top of it. All those packages go everywhere. The fire truck comes and like explodes. It's crazy. Uh, so losing is very satisfying. Sometimes it's fun just to crash in the right way to cause the most amount of mayhem. Uh, yeah, so check out Road Trip on the iOS App Store. And if I'm understanding this correctly, not only is it free, but it also doesn't oh, yeah. have in-app purchases. I mean, it's actually free. As far as I can tell, that's a good point, actually. You can watch ads to get 
like in-game money, which I have accidentally done twice. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, I, I haven't been asked to pay any money for anything and it didn't cost anything i think it the icon did indicate though that they're in after yeah, so okay. but either way at least but you, you don't start with you don't need, there's nothing like there's no timer or anything that i don't i'm playing it right now it's i don't fun. feel any need to buy pay real money well, while Dan is distracted with his phone, we'll conclude this uh, the, this this episode of Don't Panic. Thanks everybody uh, for joining us. I hope you had as much fun as we did. Um, there, he, look at that. That doesn't <laughs> that doesn't look safe, Dan. It's dangerous. Um, <laughs> I want to do some a couple quick plugs here before we wrap up. Um, you know, it pays to have friends, and sometimes you tell your friends, "Man, I wish." I had a website that listed all of the shows we have on the networks, and you have really good friends who just go on a whim and build them. So you can go to coffeeandbeer.tv. Colby built it, um, and it's really nice. And if you go there, it lists out all the shows on the network, including this show, Up for Debate, which later this week we'll be posting our uh, 2017 summer movie draft, which was a lot of fun. These two guys played, um, along along with a bunch of other characters. We drafted movies. Very competitive, very exciting. You're going to want to watch that. Also, Game Nights. We're in the middle of a great Dungeons & Dragons quest at GameNights.tv. Follow along along there. Another new episode of that will be coming out later this week as well. Of course, for this show, we do it live Monday nights at 10 p.m. Eastern, 9 p.m. Central at Facebook.com slash Don't Panic Show. I recommend you join us. It's fun. You saw we had some people chatting, asking questions, hanging out with us. That's half the fun. You can do it on the Facebook page. And of course, you can call in either live or after the fact and leave us a voicemail at 508-644-8324 is the phone number, of course. If you can't watch live, that's fine too because we have a website, don'tpanic.io. You can get there, get every episode, audio, video, and the pics. The links will be there as well on the website. Um, oh, you know what? I just re- I just realized something, guys. I can't believe this. I never posted last week's episode because the website's broken. Oh, yeah. yeah. Who made that website anyways? A piece of Bunch shit. Of good for nothing. Oh, my God. Why are we still recording these? I got one in the can we never even put out. <laughs> All right. If you missed last week's, I'm sorry. We recorded it. It was pretty good, I thought. Maybe you'll never hear it. I don't know. But go to our website. We have, <laughs> we have 160 old episodes you can listen to. Maybe this one. Um and, of course, you can subscribe all over the place on iTunes, Stitcher Radio, really anywhere you get podcasts. And, of course, the video is on YouTube. I don't need the website for that. So you can watch the latest videos at YouTube.com slash Don't Panic Show. That is it. We are done. On behalf of Colby and Dan, this is Sean thanking each and every one of you for joining us and hoping we'll see you next time for even more awesome tech news here on Don't Panic.